so good to see you. Here we go again, huh? It's been a hot minute. (laughs) (laughs) So as we come together again and start to talk about what our next podcast adventure looks like, you know, I think a lot of it is the same, but kind of given what we've gone through and what a ride it's been over the last couple of years, chaotic and exciting, really want to talk to B2B marketers and entrepreneurs about how do they want to seize the opportunity, right? We're rolling through, you know, a recession potentially. We are see marketing departments and budgets constricting. How can we as marketers and as entrepreneurs really find the opportunity in this chaos and use it to our advantage. I think those are going to be some really good conversations. Yeah, I think so too. I think, you know, we've had, gosh, for us, and I think a lot of our clients, this ride where things were really high for a couple of years, and then this year kind of maybe came in strong and is slowing off. But, you know, I think it's caused a lot of challenges, maybe as marketers and and business owners that we've seen and haven't seen before. And it changed quickly, right? I mean, gosh, a year ago, you and I couldn't even hire somebody because everybody had 10 offers from every company and we were being priced out of the market. And now it seems like, you know, with all the layoffs, we've got all these incredible marketers back in market looking for the right opportunity. It's just, and that happens so quickly, right? Yeah. Like overnight, it feels like, right? Super crazy times. So let's dive into some of the opportunities that we see as an organization for our clients and for our team members, as well as maybe what we're hearing our clients talk about. Yeah, I think that's great. Well, let's start with some changes that we've had over the the year. And I think that kind of leads to some of these opportunities and challenges our clients have. So we've restructured our agency a bit to better align to our client needs. For those of you outside, it probably doesn't mean a whole lot, but for us, it was a big change. We were sort of operating in these silos by the service areas that we offered all of our clients. And now we've created these pods where a pod is responsible to service all aspects of a client's needs versus the client having to have a contact and content or rev ops or demand gen. So that was a big shift, I think, for us in the way that we worked, right? Right, right. And we did... At the same time, bring on some new, incredibly talented individuals that have experience working at large global agencies, which really helped because Dana, you and I are a couple smart cookies. But at the end of the day, this is the only agency that we've ran, right? Yes. With exceptions of previous agencies that we worked for before that were smaller. So really leaning into people that have been there, done that, and having them kind of help guide us on how to really take the customer service, client-focused approach of, you know, aligning our services around what the client needs help with and how do we work with them in the most efficient, effective way. Yeah, for sure. And as we say, we hired people that were smarter than us. So we're feeling really good right now. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So with that, we're going to be doing these podcasts every other week. So before we had done a series and now we're really going to lean in and push push ourselves to have amazing conversations and and have new podcast episodes available every other week. And we'll see how we do with that. Yeah. It's a good challenge for us as we go into the new year here. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, one thing that's changed since last time 
is I've gotten into podcasts. And so, you know, I'm so into podcasts and people get sick of me like, oh, I was listening to this podcast and did you know, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, brother, Carrie. But, you know, and I'm driving to Starbucks so that I have more time in the car so that I can <laughs> listen to podcasts. But, you know, I think I've learned a lot in kind of, you know, how people receive information and the types of information they want to receive. So hopefully we'll be able to translate some of our learnings over the last year for our listeners to be able to enjoy the conversations that we're having. And that doesn't mean that we're not going to drop F-bombs and, you know, yes. and <laughs> have those fun conversations because yeah. that's what that's just what we do. That's, that's totally we who we are. <laughs> we might even have some new British slang that will work in here. Yes. And, <gasps> oh, yes. I love that. We should do a whole episode on that, right? Yes. <laughs> So we've opened an office in the UK to better service our EMEA and UK clients. And Carrie and I are learning a lot just about how marketing is done both differently and the same, but also where everybody is at in their different regions. And then maybe more importantly, a whole new vocabulary we're introducing in. So to Carrie's point, an episode on our oh, British slang be would be good. That'll be fun. <laughs> Dana and I are always slacking each other, like, what does this mean? What does that mean? So that, you know, we don't want to ask it, sound like some dumb old Americans. But yeah, we are definitely learning a lot. It's a lot of fun. And I think we're also understanding that the sales process is very, very, very different. And so both from a how they want to be sold to and how we sell to them and highlight the value that we're bringing and, and understanding what their pain points and goals are, but as well as their sales teams, right? And how they sell. And so we've just scratched the surface on kind of starting to understand this. In fact, I think, you know, you were over there not too long ago and, and we're at an event and you wanted to be sold to and they weren't selling to you. Yeah, they were yeah. building the relationship. So, you it know. It literally was a software we're looking <laughs> at and they just, I was like, can we just set up a demo? And they were like, well, we'll call you later and we'll get it set up. And I was like, wow. I want to see software. Yeah, I was like very different than here in the US, right? That demo probably would have been set up on the spot. So. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. I love but definitely that. I think going to add some value, you know, for companies looking to expand into the US, because I do think how we market to, you know, and how we create the funnel and how we run our rev ops. I think there's a unique opportunity for them there as well as a lot they can teach us as well. Yeah. We are all learning together for sure. And we, we are discovering the challenges of time zone differences, yes. um, which is, yes. means a lot of early morning meetings for us and a lot of late afternoon, early evening meetings for our colleagues over there. So, but looking forward to, to, you know, diving more into that. And I know a couple of the episodes that we have upcoming, we'll have the opportunity to talk to some of those folks. So yeah, some of our team there, it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. We also have had, as everyone is, right, the discussion around AI and what does that mean for us as an agency? What does it mean for our clients? We've also got a fair amount of new clients in the AI space. So it's been a really interesting, and that also felt like it 
six months, right, ago, yes, it was there, but all of a sudden it's in every conversation we're having. Which is super exciting. And I think you and I and most of the team members are lifelong learners. And so, you know, it is really exciting to be learning about new technology and then how we apply it to both marketing and our business. And even on some personal sides, you know, there it's popping up in our in our personal lives that it makes it, you know, really exciting and really beneficial. We definitely will have a POV on this and and it's we're embracing it as an organization and hoping to have efficiencies that you know our clients will benefit from as well. Yeah. And I think we were lucky enough to partner with Demand Base in London a few weeks ago and we did a panel on AI. So that'll be one of the sessions we'll be able to bring to our audience here and hear some of the clips from that with an opportunity to listen to the full panel if people want to after the fact, but I think it'll just give everybody a good opportunity to hear how other marketers are embracing AI in their lives and how it's augmenting their abilities versus taking over or replacing some of what they do. So I think it'll be great for this audience to hear. Well, let's hope it does take over some things. (laughs) (laughs) I got a few things I wouldn't mind kind of passing off. (laughs) Oh, hi guys. I was telling Carrie the session I sat in on AI recently. They were saying that everyone's so scared of AI because it's going to be like the Terminator. But in all reality, people just want it to be a personal assistant. (laughs) I think Carrie and I are on the same page. Sure, I would love that. So if you could do my grocery shopping too without me having to think about it. Yes. yes. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love that. So, you know, along with this rapid growth, um, there's always a funny story that I know you and I tell at the peak of kind of this hiring frenzy, you know, it's a little reminiscent back to the 2000s when during the dot-com boom, when people would say, do you have a pulse? You're hired. Here's a $100,000 salary, right? Those were really weird days. I think during this rapid growth and this talent dearth, we saw some crazy stuff, right? We had a client that would hire a few people for one role because he was pretty certain that at least one of those people wouldn't show up right away on their hiring day or that they would quit within two months to seize an opportunity that was paying more. So so I think those days are gone. And now we are just really managing to clients that have had some downsizing or right-sizing within their departments. And we were on a call earlier today, Dana, where someone was telling us that Monday they would start to have a sales conversation and then by Friday that person was no longer there. So the impact that has on marketing departments, sales departments across the board and how do we seize the opportunity, right? Right. Where is the opportunity there and how do we seize it? Because as an agency, the relationships that we have with people is what it's all about. So as they they leave, how do we ensure that we've got people that we can work with and, and that they're getting value? And sometimes we have to resell and start over again. Of course, they land someplace else and then we have the opportunity to work together again. But it is a it is an interesting time where from hiring two people to every role to whole departments um, being downsized within a day. And I know we're going to do a whole episode on this. We have a partner of ours coming in, a recruitment partner that supports us, but supports marketing as a whole. And I think What's really interesting is, as we know as marketers, is marketers are always the first to get cut, right? And hopefully these companies, I think, are making 
making some drastic decisions right now. They're cutting and we've seen entire marketing teams go and then they're sitting there going, who's going to do the work and realizing that without marketing, there's no leads coming in, right? And so I do think it's going to be interesting to watch the shift as we get to the end of 2023 into 2024 and start to see what sort of becomes of marketing's role and how does it evolve and where all of our focus is going to be, right? You know, we went from no events to virtual events to lots of digital to live events coming back to kind of now people just wiping the board and going, what is it? And I think it involves some of going back to the basics of what we all know as marketers, but that also requires some patience from our higher ups, right? Which we don't always have, so. Yeah, well, everybody's got to put numbers on the board, right? Expectations are got to show revenue. So that's what we're looking towards. So the other area that we have been talking a lot about, Dana, with the team is the opportunity for RevOps. And as we have aligned our organization, again, to be really focused on, on the client and what their needs are, at the same time, we've built out a pretty rock star RevOps team. And we have slowly seen that service area increase in the percentage of the pie of of what we're offering. And especially, you know, as we expand globally, there's going to be some opportunity for us to really lean in and help our clients, not only just keep the trains running from a marketing operations perspective, but really honing in on attribution and what do the sales cycles really look like? You know, what are the KPIs that they really care about and, and need to report on, you know, in marketing, in sales, in client success, and how do we all kind of move towards, you know, some of those same goals. And so I think that'll be an interesting opportunity for us as an agency, certainly, but for our clients, you know, as they become more sophisticated and leveraging all the amazing technology that they've acquired and onboarded. For sure. And this goes back to what you just said about it always being about revenue, right? And I think that's part of the challenge is that a lot of these organizations can't show where the revenue's coming from, can't show that pipeline, can't show where leads are coming from and the and nothing is integrated. And so I think hopefully we're going to start to see a real focus there as people try and put things back together a little bit. Yeah. And we will talk again about in an episode about is GTM the new ABM, right? Yes. And, you know, everybody's talking about go to market now and what does that mean? And how do I transition maybe some of the things that I've been doing that people have become impatient about, higher-ups have been becoming impatient about, and how do we show value earlier in this time? So That one's going to be a really fun discussion because as I'm sure everyone listening on this podcast is seeing, I mean, all of a sudden it's like, no more ABM, it's GTM. And when you start looking under the hood, I think you and I have talked about this so many times that very few people are actually even or were doing ABM in what is true ABM fashion, right? It's often targeted marketing. And so it's where we haven't even really got to ABM and now we're detouring to GTM with, I think, a lack of understanding of what really that even means. So, right. So this will be a great journey for us. So looking ahead, you know, as we kind of summarize some of the conversations that we'll be having, we've talked about the AI panel, which super excited about that. Is GTM the new ABM is another one that we'll be talking about. We will be talking about the marketing job landscape with our friends at Found Recruiting Firm. 
I think one of the ones that I'm super excited about is we're calling it the Generation Collision, right? So we'll have Hannah Jakover joining us. And that will be interesting because we'll have a person in their 30s, a person in their 40s, and a person in their 50s who have very different perspectives on the work environment and how we collaborate. And as we're starting to see the 20s come into the workforce and have an influence, you know, both on the B2B and B2C side, you know, I think there's lots for us to learn on that topic. Huge opportunity. Yes, I'm excited about that. We also have Pam Didner coming on, who yes. everybody loves Woo, and Pam. is super excited to have her just talk about more how sales and marketing can better align together to, to just drive better results. I think it's something we say and we say it always, but again, you know, I think very few are doing it in a way that's impactful to the organization. So hopefully she can give us some tips and some things to strive for as we go into this new year. I always find Pam has very practical yes. advice, right? Yes. It's, it's like some of the stuff is just so obvious, right? It's like, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm hoping that she'll, yeah. she'll impart some of that. When I lost her speak, she did just, I was like, huh, that's like brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we might sneak in some stuff just about business and entrepreneurship this season. Carrie and I are working on putting together a panel of women CEOs. And so that'll come later, probably maybe early next year. But we're excited about some of those bigger opportunities and panels and discussion that'll come front and center. Yeah. So if you have any ideas, if you want to share some thoughts, please do so. And we will definitely roll it into the agenda because we'll be like, like we said, we're going to be rolling these out every two weeks. So lots of opportunity to cover a variety of different topics. Well, we are excited to be back. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Another crazy roller coaster ride. So Dana, as always, it's amazing to connect with you. I'm looking forward to this time that you and I have together with our guests. And, you know, I adore talking to you and, and sharing our thoughts and laughing and maybe having a glass of wine or two. We'll yes. see. <laughs> Just have to make sure those recordings are later in the day, not when we have our, our UK folks here. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Yes. So <laughs> tune in, everyone, to some really fun episodes of Marketing Gets Real here. Yeah, see you all soon. Thank you. And that's as real as it's getting with this episode. Thanks for joining our hosts, Dana Harder and Carrie Baldwin with Unreal Digital Group in this podcast, Marketing Gets Real where we talk to savvy leaders who seek change, adapt to it, and leverage it as an opportunity. If you're loving these oh shit, tell it how it is conversations, then please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts from. Until next time.